Meanwhile, on the Godbeat. Hey, Godbeat listeners. Some of the online editors are headed up to Princeton Seminary this week to hear Tim Keller speak at the school's annual Kuiper Lecture. You may have heard something about the lecture and award because it blew up on Christian Twitter. Here's why it became such big news. So, earlier this year, Princeton announced that it was giving 2017's Kuiper Prize for Excellence in Reformed Theology and Public Life to a pastor named Reverend Tim Keller, who was kind of a big deal, especially in more theologically conservative Christian circles. He founded a big church in New York City called Redeemer, and he's written a ton of books. By the way, this award includes a $10,000 cash prize and an invitation to speak at the school. But when the news broke about him getting the award, well, let's just say a lot of people weren't happy. Especially many Princeton Seminary students and alumni who sent off emails and letters to Craig Barnes, the seminary's president, voicing their dismay. See, the thing is, Tim Keller believes in complementarianism, basically that God created genders for specific roles. He also opposes women's ordination and believes that homosexuality and other queer identities go against the Bible. This makes sense because Keller is a significant leader in the Presbyterian Church of America, which believes those things too. In fact, that denomination was actually formed in part because it didn't support women's ordination. Meanwhile, Princeton Seminary is a part of the Presbyterian Church USA, which, believe it or not, is an entirely different, though historically related, denomination, with very different beliefs about those things. The PCUSA has been ordaining women for 60 years, and LGBTQ folks since 2011. On top of all of this, almost half of Princeton's student body is made up of women who are training to be ordained ministers, not to mention all the LGBTQ students on campus. So, like I said, people were upset. People were writing letters of protest. Actually, the women's organizations and the LGBTQ group at the school got together and drafted this letter to President Barnes that a whole bunch of people signed on to. It essentially said, we believe in diverse voices and free speech and all that too. But seriously, how can the seminary celebrate a guy who literally objects to half of us even being here? At first, the president held his ground and sent out a letter saying he got it, and of course he disagrees with Keller on the ordination stuff, but was hoping folks would accept Keller anyway in the name of dialogue. That didn't fly. Students planned this preach-in, which is basically a chance for women and queer and trans people to stand up and preach in public on the same day as Keller's lecture was scheduled to happen at the school. They decided to have the preach-in outside the chapel, and earlier than Keller's talk so that they didn't compete. That way, People could choose to go to both if they wanted. The point, they said, wasn't to silence Keller, but to make sure other voices were being lifted up and celebrated too. Meanwhile, blogs were being written all across the internet by pastors and other religious leaders still objecting to Princeton's decision to honor this guy whose theology runs counter to the schools in this important way. So, eventually, the school changed its mind. President Barnes sent out another email this time telling everyone they weren't going to give Keller the award after all, but that Keller had agreed to still come and speak, and that the administration hoped people would honor that. And that's pretty much where things are now. Keller hasn't spoken publicly about the controversy, though plenty of other people have. Some, like I said, super objecting to his getting the award, 
and others saying the seminary's decision to take the award back was a clear show of intolerance which, they say, is especially hypocritical for progressive Christians who claim inclusiveness as one of their core values. The response to that claim was that inclusion doesn't have to equate to celebrating somebody with a unique and prestigious honor. Some of Keller's defenders have also pointed out that Abraham Kuyper himself, the man the award was named after, wouldn't have qualified for the award any more than Keller does, based on these theological parameters. But Kuyper lived over a century ago, and there are many ways theologians of that time don't match up with today's, even among religious conservatives. With all of those many opinions swirling around, Keller's lecture is still set to occur tomorrow evening, April 6th, at the seminary. By the way, his lecture has nothing to do with ordination. It's about a British theologian named Leslie Newbegin, who is all about church mission. The preaching is also still set to occur tomorrow, again, not as a protest, but as an opportunity for other voices to be heard, according to the students organizing it. We'll be there to cover it all, so stay tuned. Thanks everyone for listening. This segment was produced by Leighton Williams and Sandy Villarreal, with editing help by J.P. Keenan and music by James Forrest and Manos Mars.